You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Lowdown. I'm your host, Bill Bimel. Today, we continue our Real Tidbit series. The Real Tidbit series is our series of short clips, no longer than 10 to 15 minutes, where we delve into specific areas or specific terms used in the real estate business, in the real estate world. Today, it's meant to laymanize aspects of the real estate market so that as you hear us speaking in interviews with real estate professionals, investors, brokers, developers, etc., you know what it is that you're we're talking about. Today's conversation will be about cap rate valuation. What is a cap rate and how do you value property based upon the cap rate? Cap rate stands for capitalization rate. It's a term you will often hear referred to in the valuation of investment property. Now, if you're dealing with a gross investment property, gross meaning a gross lease investment property, perhaps an apartment building where, you know, the management is overseeing common area maintenance, is paying the taxes and insurance and then charging that through to as gross rent to, you know, a number of different tenants that could be an office building as well. When in order to determine the cap rate of the building, you want to look at the NOI. That's the net operating income. That means the net income that you as the owner of a piece of real estate can expect to receive on an annual basis net of all of your expenses, expenses like taxes, insurance, property management, reserve for repairs, etc. What it does not take into account when figuring cap rate is if you have a mortgage or any kind of debt on the property that is not used in terms of getting to a net operating income. When a very common type of lease that we talked about on our last Real Tidbit episode is the land lease. And land leases are a very common lease in the commercial, retail, and restaurant world. We've also seen them in office buildings. We've seen them in residential, as I've mentioned previously. It's a way for retailers and operators to control the design and management of the buildings that they operate in. And then just pay a net amount for the property in the form of a land lease to landlords. This is also, there's also triple net investment properties. Land leases are a form of triple net leases. There are also triple net leases on buildings. So landlords could have a set lease on a building that they own to a te- that they're leasing out to a tenant and what and the tenants paying all those taxes insurance common area maintenance themselves and the net lease amount in those cases or the land lease amount is the equivalent to an NOI on the property is the net amount that the landlord owner of the property can expect to receive in net rent on an annual basis Okay, so now that we've gotten to what the net rent is, that's the key first factor in determining the cap rate of a property. So 
If you're looking at a property from the perspective of what's the cap, you know, somebody has got an asking price for the property. If they're selling the property, say, for $2 million and it's got a net income, an NOI or a net income of $100,000 a year, in order to figure the cap rate, which is stands short for capitalization rate, you divide the amount of that net income by the asking price for the property, what the seller thinks the property is worth, and that's how you get to a percentage capitalization, right? It's, it's net income divided by the value of the property. And so why is this important? Well, if you're an investor in real estate, you're looking at what is the cash throw off from that this property, this income producing property is going to generate. Most real estate investments, at least the wealth building ones, the stable wealth building ones are Income properties are, are real estate investments based upon a capitalization of the income. And then what you, you know, that's how you determine the value of the property or vice versa. You determine the capitalization based upon what the property value or the property purchase price would be. And you divide that into, you know, the income that's derived. Well, and the reason this is important is you start to, you'll start to hear conversations about cap rates. Cap rates are going up. Well, in a low interest rate environment, a lower cap rate means a higher value for the property, right? So if you're willing to take less of a return, less of a capitalization rate on your investment, let's say on that same $100,000 example I just gave, where the capitalization rate an evaluation of two million is is five percent. Well, if I'm an if an investor has a low, you know, with low interest, low cost money, the way it's been, investors might be willing to take a three percent capitalization on that same income. Well, if that's the case, that two million dollar property, meaning a hundred thousand dollars of income divided by five percent, a two million dollar property. If you now are willing to value that property based upon a lower cap rate, the value of the property itself increases exponentially. As a case in point, a $100,000 net income, if you lower your cap expectation from 5% to 3%, now that same $2 million property is worth $3.33 million. The reverse, though, is true, folks. If you want, if now all of a sudden we move, and, and why this is important is because of the environment that we now sit in, where we are for the first time in decades watching interest rates climb at exponential rates, that is going to push cap rates up. Why? Because if interest rates are going up and you can get a return on your investment in other asset classes, a higher capitalization rate, a higher return on your investment in other asset classes, that's naturally going to push up the, the cap rates in the market of triple net investment properties. It's And what does that mean, though? It's, it means valuation deterioration. 
So going back to the example I used right there, where that I said, okay, if I'm willing to take a five cap return on $100,000 of net income, the value of that piece of real estate is $2 million. I could go out and buy that real estate with leverage, with a mortgage, or I could put $2 million down cash and buy that property and just collect the coupon. Well, what if cap rates increase? And this is the thing to keep an eye on and why this is an important conversation. That same $100,000 income that is divide that when you increase the capitalization rate to 7%, you now lower the value of the property. You lower the price that someone would be willing to pay to meet that 7% capitalization rate. So now a $2 million property at a with throwing off a hundred thousand dollars of cash. Now, when you convert that from a five cap to a seven cap, the value is less than $1.5 million. And so this is a very key industry to keep an eye on. Cap rates play a huge role in valuing investment properties, both on the residential and commercial sides of the business. And it's a space to keep an eye on because capitalization rates, cap rates are going to increase in the coming months and years and that will cause a devaluation or deterioration in equity value of real estate as a result. That's all for today's Real Tidbit. We talked about cap rates and cap rate valuation. What's a cap rate? If you like what you hear on the on this series, please click subscribe and stay with us for the journey. You can find me anywhere, anytime on the internet at my website, billbymel.com. And thank you. I appreciate you, my listeners. Hope this these these episodes are being are rewarding. Thank you for listening. This has been the Real Estate Lowdown, and I'm your host, Bill Bymel. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.